0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Breaking the Wall Podcast. It's me, Brandon. And today, I actually am answering a question that someone wrote in to Breaking the Wall Podcast. And remember, if you ever have a question or have a topic you want me to talk about on the podcast, you can go ahead and just DM me either at it's Brandon Coleman or on the uh, at Breaking the Wall Podcast Instagram. And I would love to answer that for you on the pod. Um, But today, someone was asking about how do you build community in the dance industry? And community, not meaning your like job market, but like friendships and, you know, the people you go to when you have a collaboration you want to make, or the people who you are spending your time with, your colleagues, or the people that are actively searching for jobs that you're looking for as well. And When you leave school, I know this can be really hard to create a new community, especially if you're moving to a city far away from your college. For me, for example, when I first moved to NYC, I felt like I was really starting over in all my relationships. I knew a few people from the University of Arizona who moved here, but a lot of them were pursuing different jobs, were in a different, you know, dance field than I were I was or they were already in like their friendship groove where they're just it's it's a weird thing where you get to a city you just kind of hop on a hamster wheel and you just go right whatever's in front of you, you put your blinders on and that's kind of the thing you start doing uh, and I just didn't feel settled in my new home and was really craving connection and if you have been paying attention to any of this pandemic or experiencing it a lot of us have felt that over the past few years right. And it took me a long time, I mean, years, classes, multiple workshops, different jobs to find a really good community. And I mean, even then, I was still comparing my relationships to my partners who they went to school in near New York. So a lot of their friends moved here. So they have the same relationships that they've cultivated over four years of college and moved it into their professional life right whereas mine going from the University of Arizona everyone was dispersed across the country across the world doing cruise ships moving to LA so i felt really alone honestly and all of this to say i think it takes some time to get a really good sense of community wherever you move whether you're whether you went to school in new york and you're staying in new york i mean people's lives change after you graduate but I want to go ahead and use this episode to give you some to-dos that I did that made that transition easier to build community. And overall, the big thing it comes down to is this. You have to put value in to get value out, right? And it's a heavy investment at the start. But what it does is it leads to almost a self-stimulating or... Um, or a social life that just keeps moving forward, right? You put energy into creating relationships, you're going to get the same energy out from those. You know, and I've given a lot of examples before in the past, and I want to start with this one again. And it's so simple, but not easy. And it's going to class, going to shows, and auditions consistently – and those types of things are going to be what kind of start you building that community, right? It's finding the basis of shared interest. That's why dancers love hanging out with dancers, because we share that same uh, love for the work, for the art, right? And even if you can just stay consistent with doing those things, going to class, taking workshops or going to shows for a few months, you're really going to start to see your community grow, Because what happens is as you go to more auditions, you start to see the same people. Maybe you get casted with the same people. Maybe you're getting cut with the same people. But the amount of times I've gotten cut from an audition with the same person more than once. And then we went and got a cup of coffee or got like some food afterwards and got to talk and get to know each other. That was, I mean, maybe that was a relationship built on shared trauma, but it's also a relationship that I said, we obviously have the same interests. So maybe there's a relationship, a friendship that can grow here. So that's the first one. And I've said this in multiple podcast episodes before, but it's so good and it's so simple. But once again, not easy. It's not easy to stay consistent in going to class, going to shows, spending that money, spending that time. But if you can do it, It's one of the best ways to build a community, especially in the dance world. The second one is to say yes to all short-term projects and events. So outside of the dance world, outside of shows, going to parties or gatherings when it comes up, birthday parties or... You know, different trips to the park or different trips to the beach or whatever people like to do to unwind those social events, saying yes to as many of those as possible or making a rule that you're not going to say no to them is a really good idea. And it doesn't have to be forever. I would say for maybe, say, for your first three months in a city, or if you can, the first six months at least. Uh, This is where we build relationships. Maybe you're going to class regularly and that can be your initial meeting point. But then if you can add coffee post-class or, you know, grabbing a drink post-class or going on a walk or having a meetup after that, um, that's what's going to foster those interpersonal relationships. Because class, you can only chat so much, right, before you're a distraction. So... Make a plan, be like, oh, what are you doing after this? Want to go do something else? We saw each other of a couple classes. Let's go and, you know, go for a walk. You got a few minutes to spare. Some people don't, but if you're getting that offer, say yes, okay? So that's a good one. Saying yes also goes for all types of projects. I would say yes to all video projects and concept videos with anyone I liked. So if I was working with someone, they're like, hey, I want to like put together this little video. We're going to do this thing. I don't even know what the thing was about. I would just say, yeah, sure. sounds great. One, because I'm interested in working with that person. It could be a friend. I like their energy. I've seen them dance. I trust their dancing. Something along those lines. But even if you're not getting paid... This is a great way to get some experience under your belt. And I know there's a lot of false advertising or not false advertising, but um, poor rep about doing things for free and doing things for exposure, right? And I've talked about that before. But if you're doing it with a friend, if you're doing passion projects, you can almost look at it as like a trade of, oh, maybe when I want to make my own project, this person will be down as well. Or maybe I can get that video footage to share online. Or maybe I can get some behind-the-scene clips or some social media content to really get keep the energy flowing. I mean, in the dance world, your creative collaborators are going to be your friends, the people you like. So you might as well start by saying yes to as many opportunities to get to know people personally as you can. So that's the second one. The third one I want to leave you with is probably the most simple one, and it's not going to feel like a big dial mover, right? It's not going to feel like something where you do it once, you do it a week, you do it for a month. I don't think you'll see a big difference, and maybe you will, but it adds so much value and happiness to your life, and it is leave your house every day. That simple, yeah? Go on a walk, go on a bike ride, you know, go to a park. You can go by yourself. You can invite a friend. Anyway, just leave your house. You can explore, do touristy things, um, go visit places you've never been, or find your favorite spots. Uh, there's this thing in NYC where it feels like anytime you leave your house, you are spending money, which is hilarious because it's also kind of true. <laughs> if you want to hop on the subway, it's like two seventy-five at least if you want to get anywhere downtown. But you know, as you learn the city, you start to find ways to save money in certain ways, taking bikes. Maybe you have a bike. Um, maybe you, maybe you want to get your steps up and you want to walk the entire island. I don't know. But it's easy to move to a city and then not know what to do. And then just lock yourself in your apartment all day. with. And what comes with that is a variety of mental, emotional, uh, physical health complications that can come from that. So what we can do simply is just leave the house. Even if you're going to gone for like 2 minutes, just walking around the block. Get out of your house, get into a practice of being out, inviting people with you to or inviting people to come with you, right? All of these things are going to teach you how to be in this new place, right? Our home will be our comfort zone, our safe space, especially because Different cities, if you're moving to New York or L.A., are so busy and loud and wild. We can shut ourselves away, especially if we're more quiet, more introverted. And we need to, if we want to build a community, we have to put ourselves out in the community. It's that simple. So that's the third one. The fourth one, and the last one I'm going to leave you with, is to be patient. Yeah, be patient. Take your time. You don't need to build a community in a day. And you also donate a ton of friends right away. I mean, I remember when I was a freshman in college, coming in for orientation and uh, trying to meet and collect friends, like like they were Pokemon cards or something. Like, I'm like, how many people can I meet? How like I don't even. I have no interest in. I have less interest in the people and more interest in like collecting uh, energy or collecting people around me, right? To find that safety net, but. That is what people do in college, right? You get there and you say, hey, let's all connect. Let's be friends. Let's be friends. Like everyone wants to be each other's friend. In the real world, we're getting more selective about who's in our circle, right? We need to recognize that people are really, especially in these bigger cities, especially in the dance world where we have multiple jobs, multiple responsibilities, multiple things we like to do, people are really on their own path and they also want to invite people in, right? We want to have those connections, but we're looking for real meaningful connections, not just acquaintances anymore, right? If you're not getting bombarded with invites or finding your forever, hashtag forever friends in your first week in a city or even your first month, give it time. Yeah, give relationships space to grow and develop. Maybe you're going to a class and no one's asking you to be a part of their next project probably because they don't have one coming up, or they're not interested, or you aren't giving them enough time to get to know you for real, to trust you. So remember that building relationships take time, and the ones that mean something are going to be the ones that build on mutual trust, mutual interest, and just mutual vibe, right? We want to hang out with people that are adding value to our lives, and that doesn't mean they are going to give us something that like tactile, like a job, it means they're going to give us something like joy, laughter, honesty, fun, right? And all of that takes a lot of time, right? It's not going to happen right away. So be patient. But that is what I have for you today. Hopefully this was helpful for you if you're feeling like your community is lacking or you're feeling like it's taking you a lot of time to like set some roots down and feel like you really have a strong community These things take so long, but they are so worth it if you give them the time to form. Um, But if you have any questions, remember, you can reach out to me at It's Brandon Coleman or at Breaking the Wall Podcast on Instagram. If you love this, we are looking for those reviews, people. If you have been listening, if you're binge listening, please go into Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. You can also do it on Spotify now. So maybe you left us a nice review on uh, Apple Podcast, but slide on over to Spotify and give us a little five star rating too. That would be extra special. Um, but thank you for your time and listening, and I will see you all in another episode. Bye, everybody.